It's Saturday Story Circle with host Scott Mosher. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, The King of Crime. His Royal Majesty will now hear litigants in the matter before the court. Sure, sure, Your Majesty. It's like this. My boys have a real square operation on the west side making book, running numbers, some protection, a little piece of everything, you know? And all of a sudden, last week, big mixed torpedoes started knocking over our places. Our places? I've been running the protection rings on the west side for six months now, and I'm through watching your chippies eat away at our territory. But when we push back a little, what does this little maniac do? He ambushes my guys, kills four of my best men. If those were your best men, you don't even deserve a seat at the table. Why, you stinking... I ought to plug you right now. Silence! You dare to bicker and argue like spoiled children in the presence of your king? Uh, yeah. Sorry about that, your... er... your majesty? Jerry the Jinx. Yes, um... my lord? Your bookmaking concern has been strong and profitable. You shall continue to hold the territory from Spadina forth with the setting sun as far as ye may find the great park for that very purpose. Thank you, your majesty. But ye are ill-equipped to maintain the protection rackets. You have neither the knights nor the ruthless intent to properly motivate the vassals of the West End. The what of the how much? Big Mix crew will now hold exclusive title to the protection rackets south of Mighty Bloor and west of the road of Bathurst, except for the enclave of Roncesvalles, which the Jinx's crew shall maintain and hold all title save for our own. Sure. Sure, that that ought to be okay. Your men will cooperate in the field. Jinx, your runners, shall spread fear of big mix enforcers and advise one and all to pay. Mick, you shall lend your gorillas to Jinx to aid in matters of collection, for a modest percentage, of course. The increased efficiencies should more than offset any losses each of you may suffer. Say, that ain't a bad idea. And should any come to interlope upon your title... You will have the mighty arm of our own royal armies to call upon. Further, I name you both dukes to my court. Dukes, huh? <laughs> okay. For which honor you shall each tithe 25% of your operations to our royal self. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you, your majesty. It stings, but it's cheaper than all-out gang war. So it is, good my lords. For in these dark times, all must pull together in the service of their king, 
Even such malefactors as yourselves must kneel before the majesty of the king of crime. Right this way, Lieutenant. Thank you. Forgive me, I don't really know how to address you. Sir doesn't seem quite appropriate. Ma'am or Captain will be fine. When we're in the home team complex, I don't insist upon full military formality. But when we're in public like this, it will help all of us if you can learn to salute. I beg your pardon. I seem to have skipped basic training. You wouldn't have liked it. Lone wolves have trouble with anything that smacks of authority. Colonel Fitzroy doesn't bother to send his operatives through the normal process. Follow me. I must say, I was a little surprised when the driver brought me to Casa Loma. I knew the military was using the facility, but... Yes? It seemed to touch high profile. There's some low-level intelligence operations has within the castle itself. Mostly for show. Rich boys on fluff assignments, that kind of thing. I say, there's old Fenwick. Joined up at last, dear boy. Well done. Bravo, Augie. See you about I see this cover should work for you. I was just thinking that. This is your passkey and identification for the South Corridor. Hello, lads. Just bringing in the new boy. You should really have saluted them back there. I'll try and remember. Try much harder. This is it? It's just a hallway. Is it? Ah, of course. Let's see if I can find the secret passage. Aha! Here it is. How did you know? We used to come dancing here. This looks like it connects to the tunnel to the stables. Very good, Red Panda. Forgive me. Past the checkpoint, we generally use code names. This way. I wasn't aware that you knew my alternate identity. Only the colonel and myself do. There's only one set of files, and it's deep within our base. I had the impression there were no files at all. The colonel exaggerates from time to time. Hmm. There's a station midway down the tunnel where you may change into your own costume and mask if that makes you feel more comfortable. Some do, some don't. Very neat. You don't think that so much activity in the stables will be noted? Officially? Even within the intelligence community, this facility is being used for research into sonar technology. Sonar? This far from open water? My advice, Lieutenant, is to worry about the things that are actually your problem, and let the Army sort itself out as much as possible. Thank you. I'll try and keep that in mind. Good. And by the way, in case I forgot to mention it, welcome to the home team. Uh, Helen, send Baxter in here You rang, Mr. Pearl. Confound it, Baxter Don't you have anything better to do than hang around my door waiting to make me jump out of my skin? <laughs> Sorry, Chief Slow news day Just uh, filed my story on the scrap metal drive That's how exciting my day is Scrap drive won't sell papers, Baxter Don't you believe it Found a pack of rosy-cheeked kids who've been making the rounds with their wagon they even had a little dog with spots. The pictures are so cute, they make my teeth itch. They have family in the service? Older brothers, everyone. I have officially made a mountain out of today's molehill. Good. Close the door and I'll give you a real mountain to climb. All right, shoot. Baxter, it's been a long while since this town had much trouble from the rackets. That's because certain masked vigilantes made short work of the mobs. Well, they're back. And with a vengeance, we're hearing it all over the city. Gambling, narcotics, prostitution, every vice that has a name, and one or two that don't. And the protection rings are back at work. Why, the companies that run our own delivery trucks have been feeling the shakedown. Since when? That doesn't matter right now. I'm not interested in making the chronicle into the story. The point is that honest men and women around the city are being deprived of the benefit of their own hard work by these cowards. And there's a war on. Right. 
unpatriotic, too, kicking their own country when it's down. Sorry, Chief, that isn't quite what I mean. You're right, but that ain't it. Well? An organized mom is like any other business. It takes manpower to make it work. Your career criminals run the operations, but there are a finite number of them. How can they be expanding without bringing in new men? So they're bringing in new men. What of it? From where? The bottom rungs of the mobs have always been filled up by newbies who were desperate enough to take a wrong turn. Most of them wouldn't last long. Some of them would make a career of it and rise up the ladder, but there were always plenty of fresh faces ready to replace them when there was no honest work to be had. But with so many young men joining the army, and so many others filling wartime civilian jobs... There's a manpower shortage! You've even been forced to hire a plucky young girl reporter. Who happened to be married to the owner. There is that. Listen, there are always going to be people that are cowardly enough, or lazy enough, or stupid enough to think that a life of crime is a sweet deal. But am I supposed to believe that there are suddenly five times more of them than there were last month? What are you saying? I'm saying something else has changed. Want me to find out what? Darn what I do! Meanwhile, I'll run some blood-and-thunder editorials on the patriotism angle. Maybe we can help to cut off their new manpower supply if we color it as treason as well as crime! Well, what are you still doing here? That noise you hear is me breaking the sound barrier. Hello, darling. How was your day? Holy cats! Weston said you were in here with a little night table reading, but I didn't expect all this. It is a little dramatic, and this is just the start of it. You know, I should have thought of this years ago. What? Stamping classified on all of my files so I could read them in my tastefully appointed study instead of building an underground lair. It would have cut down on the giant pneumatic tube bills. It really would. So, how was the first day of school? It's going to take some getting used to. The military posture is ridiculous. No more ridiculous than wealthy fop, I suppose, but I'm not quite comfortable with it yet. But this home team is quite an operation. Apparently involves mystery men and independent operators from around the country. Anybody I know? Don't know. Spent most of the day being briefed on their current operations. Our current operations, I suppose. Looks like they've been doing some real good. The network of spies and saboteurs they've been working against is more extensive than I ever imagined. I'm hoping to find information in these files we can use against Archangel. Mm, there sure are a lot of them. The army loves their files. Oh, by the way, you were right. There is at least one set of files on home team personnel, specifically me and, by extension, us. Somebody cute and dangerous told you so. Yes, you did. And if there's one, there'll be copies. Yes, there will. We're going to have to do something about that. Yes, boss. One thing at a time, though. I'm going cross-eyed reading these. Anything good? Hard to tell. They're quite dry. They lack the sizzling pop of your crime reports. Speaking of which, what's new at my newspaper? Editor Purley's got me on the return of the rackets. Oh, yes. Apparently, they're back with a vengeance right across the city. Thing is, as far as I can tell, they haven't added any new troops. Not in the kind of numbers you'd need, anyway. But to hear tell, they're ten times bigger than a few weeks ago. Mm, that seems to defy logic. Not to mention the laws of conservation of matter. No fooling. Kit Baxter, ace reporter, has exhausted her leads. I was gonna grab some dinner and see what the flying squirrel can shake loose. Don't suppose I can persuade you to play hooky and join me? Kit Baxter Fenwick, 
I thought you'd never ask. Really? If one thing has been made clear from these reports, it's that the line between criminal and traitor is a fine one, and it gets narrower every day. Most of these Nazi cells are tiny operations. They depend upon the criminal underground for manpower and equipment, even for financing at times. When we strike against the underworld, we make it that much more difficult for those that would betray our country to do their vile work. So it's a two-for-one deal. It really is. It gets me out of this chair before my spine telescopes. Good times. So, I have a theory. I'd love to hear it. The mobs are like a living thing. They have a body that does a work and a brain that does the planning. So far, this is more of a metaphor than a theory. Uh, shut up a minute. I have, through good old-fashioned legwork, established that the body is more or less unchanged. So the brains must be getting better? The brains must indeed be getting much better. Congratulations, Mrs. Fenwick. It's a theory. Thank you. Give me ten minutes and I'll slip into something much more catsuity. Only if I can watch. August Fenwick, behave yourself. Yes, boss. <laughs> You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Decoder Ring Theatre. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy. All right, you mugs, listen up good. I've got to get the books straight before the royal court tomorrow night. If the king thinks I'm holding out on his cut, he'll blow a royal gasket. So, uh, Frankie, you keep an eye on things out here and don't let nobody come through this door, you understand? The rest of you mooks clear out. I've got work to do. <coughs> what the heck? Who's the wise guy? Hello, Mick. Oh, no, n- not you. Stay back! Or what, Mickey? Or I'll blow your lousy head off. That's what... Hey! I'll take that, thank you. The Red Panda! He doesn't miss a trick, does he? He's got a real gift for the obvious. What is this? What's going on? You know, I do believe he meant to shoot me with that pistol. I didn't mean nothing. Well, we can't have that. You're sweet, you know that. And sensitive, too. I'll watch the door. Oh, I don't think any of his boys are coming to help, are they, Big Mick? You sent them all home, didn't you? Because you had to spend some time cooking the books for the royal court tomorrow. You're out of your mind talking crazy. (laughs) Just so you don't take a lot of slaps you don't have to, here's what we know. We know that you had a crew ambushed by some punks that work for Jerry the Jinx. We know you lost a few troops. We know that you don't like that. We also know that far from being at war with Jerry's little clown college, you are now providing him muscle for a percentage. This tells us that somebody is pulling your strings. So who is he, Mick? What is this? Since when do I rate a visit from both you do-gooders at once? You're moving up in the world, Big Mick. You get invited to royal courts now. Why don't you tell us all about it? I'd never talk. I ain't no squealer. Squirrel. (laughs) What you are experiencing now, Mick, is the disruption of your chi via the manipulation of specific nerves along your spine. It is quite painful, is it not? (coughs) Paralysis is temporary. Unless the flying squirrel should happen to lose her concentration for some reason, (laughs) then I'm afraid the effect would be quite permanent, as would the burning sensation you are feeling in your... Extremities. We don't want that, do we, Mick? You're going to answer my questions, aren't you? Squirrel. You... You're crazy. You can't take him on. He's too organized. Too smart for you. Hey, who, Peaches? If you've got a new big boss, it's time to spill. He's more than just a big boss. He's the king. 
the king of crime. Grandiose. And then some. He came out of nowhere. Had just a few torpedoes working for him, but they were awful good. The gangs out on the Danforth had been warring for years. He got them into line and made peace between them, and all of them paying tribute to him. Soon he was making the rules for the whole city. You had a problem? He took it to the king. So he's forming one big gang? We've seen it before. No, nothing like that. Everybody keeps their own business, but they know their territory, they cooperate instead of compete, and if anybody has a problem they can't deal with, the king calls in troops from all of his lords. His lords? This is quite a good system, really. Really? Feudalism. What else do you use if you're trying to civilize barbarians? Yeah, I don't buy it. What's not to buy? It worked. This king wasn't a crook already? He just came out of nowhere and started making the rules? He had to have support from somewhere. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? If these Nazi cells depend on the underworld like you say... Then it's only natural to try and take it over. Archangel. Archangel. You're crazy. I ain't no Nazi. I'm a good, honest crook. That's just where you're wrong, Mick. Every man who works to weaken his country from within is a traitor, whether he does so for political zeal or personal gain... But this time I think you've been dancing with the devil a little closer than you could possibly have known. And this new king of crime will kneel before the justice of the Red Panda! My most royal liege, the prisoner is here! Bring him before me! Bring in the prisoner! And now, my lords, leave us for a time. Worry not for our person, our royal guards keep us most safe. Farewell, until such time as the royal court tonight, when this prisoner shall be made to answer for his crimes. And so, my lords, adieu. And so we meet at last. Editor Pearly. What is this, Halloween? Your insolence amuses no one but yourself. And yet I leave it to you if it brings you some comfort. You've dropped the Shakespeare routine at least, even if you still got the fancy dress. You know what I have here, Editor Pearly. I think I can recognize my own newspaper. Yes. An early edition of Tomorrow Morning's Chronicle. It was brought to my attention because of an editorial you wrote. I'm sure you recall. I remember calling the criminal scum behind these new rackets a pack of dirty Nazi-loving traitors... I didn't think to mention the tin crown and fur-lined boots, but in my defense, I had no idea you were all so lunatics. Oh, this old thing? I just threw it on. What's the meaning of this? How dare you burst into my home and drag me out here? Have you never heard of freedom of the press? You hide behind your indignation like your precious freedoms. They are a shield, a crutch for a race of cowards. For a loon in a Henry VIII suit, you talk an awful lot like a Nazi. Don't I just, though? The king of crime routine is a good one. This town has seen enough costumed crazies on both sides of the law that they barely blinked when they saw the royal get-up. The more I talked antique nonsense, the more sure they were I was just some kind of super crook. It helped them to relax and to never suspect the truth. Truth? What truth? It is the opinion of this newspaper that those who participate in these atrocities against honest, law-abiding society are nothing less than traitors to their country. In attacking their country in its time of need, these men are guilty not only of a bevy of crimes to which the public may have grown weary, but of the most heinous offense of providing aid and comfort to the enemy. 
You wrote those words. What have I did, you mad monarch? Does the truth hurt? It might, Mr. Purley, if anyone were to ever realize just how true it is. What? The mobsters that make up my royal court might balk if they knew that they were actually working for Archangel. Archangel? Yes, you fool. But tonight, when you are killed in reprisal for your slander, the law may howl and the papers may cry in protest. But no one will ever call us traitors again. <laughs> this royal court of the king of crime is now in session. Let the peers of the realm step forth and know the mighty will of their king. My most imperial brotherhood. Your benevolent monarch has struck on your behalf. You saw, no doubt, the heinous slander against our own good self and you within the pages of this scurvy rag known as the Chronicle. Traitors, they called us, for taking that which is ours by right. For do the strong not hold dominion over the weak? Do men of cunning not deserve that which they win by the force of their own will and strength of their own hand? I tell you that crime is a force of nature, as much a part of this country as the wind or the trees. A forest without wolves will soon become overrun by rabbits. Plump, weak creatures fit only to be consumed. We are not traitors, my lords. We make our country strong. Yeah, well, nothing personal, your majesty. But try explaining all that to some gorilla who wants out of the business because his dear old mother read in the paper that crooks are as bad as Nazis. We got enough manpower problems as it is. My Lord Jinx, your words are wise. Fine words butter no parsnips, as they say. By our deeds shall they know us, brothers. By our deeds. And so your king has taken action. Behold. Hey, isn't that... I heard on the radio that the Chronicle editor was missing. That's him. Pearlie's his name. I saw his picture. You took him. We took him, indeed. On behalf of our great enterprise and for the sake of our mutual honor, I have brought this slanderer before you in chains. And now, Editor Pearlie, before this most regal assembly of crime, will you recant your slander and lies? Jeez, your kingship. Don't you think he'd talk better without the gag? There is no need to hear his words. You can tell at a glance what a liar he is, how desperate to save his own skin. But what stronger proof can we offer this city that we are blameless of the offense of treason than by snuffing out this man's life for the merest suggestion of it? We shall do the deed this very night. Every man here shall riddle him with bullets. We will kill him a thousand times over and throw his corpse upon the steps of his own newspaper. All shall know the justice of the king of crime. It's a good idea, your majesty. And I got one more for the pile. My lord Mick, you are late for the assembly. Yeah, sorry, king, but uh, wait till you get a load of the tribute I've brought you. We shall divide the spoils later, Big Mick. I don't think you're going to want to wait, your majesty. Bring her in, boys. What's that he's got? It's... It's the flying squirrel. And she's out cold. What, are you crazy bringing that here? Relax. She's out cold, tied hand and foot. I tied the knots myself. Go on, check him. He's right. There's no getting out of these. Throw her on the pile with that newspaper guy. We'll settle them both together. Jeez, she's hurt bad. Sure she is. She won't make it to morning. 
But if we pump her full of holes and drop her off with Pearly there, won't that make page one a pretty thing? Who'll cross us then? Big Mick, while your king admires your initiative, you must admit you bring danger to this assembly. Relax, king. She and her boyfriend came nosing around my place, tried to make me give you up, <laughs> give all of you up, but my boys took him by surprise. Danny put two slugs right into the red panda. He beat it all right, but there's not much life left in him. You can't shoot the red panda. Correction, you can't shoot the red panda if he sees you coming. Take him by surprise and he's flesh and blood like anybody else. What do you think, your majesty? My lord Mick, you please us greatly. You have done what men of crime have sought to do for years. Who will dare stand in our way now? And if the red panda lives yet, he too will fall before the might of the king of crime. Long live the king! And now, my lords, prepare for the solemn rite of execution. Together, as one man, we will destroy a filthy slanderer and one of crime's most fearsome foes. Raise your weapons. Ready? Take aim. Where are the prisoners? Mick, you fool! You brought the flying squirrel right into our door, and she wasn't hurt at all. She's escaped and taken Pearly with her. Yeah, I guess that's right. You, Big Mick. You are a traitor to your king. Me? I wasn't the one that swore she was hurt. Nah, that was me. What? And uh, Jinx said she was tied up real good. Yeah. I guess I did. Jinx. In fact, every man here knew about this, your majesty. What is the meaning of this outrage? <laughs> that voice. That laugh. It cannot be. Big Mick is no traitor, O oh king of crime. Nor is any man in this room save yourself. No! Once we showed him that you had to be working for Archangel, helping Hitler's advance man to take over the rackets, he helped us to reach all the others... Our ruse with the Flying Squirrel was prepared to rescue Editor Pearly right from under your nose. It all fell into place perfectly. Not yet it ain't, Hero. Since the King isn't likely to finish calling the execution, maybe I'll do it for him. Boys! No! That wasn't the deal, Big Mick. That man was an agent of a foreign power. He had information that we needed badly. Yeah, well, he had other information too, Hero. He had the dope on every outfit in town and every man in this room. There was no way we let you walk him out of here. Our troops will have put his gunsels on the spot by now. It's finished. You got your newspapermen back and wrecked a sweet deal for the rackets. Isn't that enough? That's just the kind of cowardice that makes you a traitor, Mick. And that's the sort of talk that makes this real easy. Boys! <laughs> You can't shoot the red panda if he sees you're coming! <laughs> Not a bad night's work. We took most of the major players in the rackets off the board with one move and shut down Archangel's latest rodeo. All without gathering a single useful scrap of intelligence on the Nazi network. I hope you made us look good in the papers because I get the feeling that certain superior officers are about to be deeply unhappy. I did what I could, but Mr. Pearlie took most of the scoop on this one. His prose was positively purple. I came off pretty well, but he was gone by the time you made your big entrance. Swell. I love it when you talk rough. It's ironic, isn't it? Today each of those gangsters realized there was something more important than their own profit. Together they were poised to strike a blow for justice, 
but they couldn't defy their nature, and with the king of crime and his men dead, there might not even be enough evidence to hold them. Evidence? Gus, this may be the first time that thirty men go to the Huskow for the same murder. I hadn't thought of that. Fortunately, Chief O'Malley did, in about two seconds. Excellent. Crime has killed treason, treason has in the process eliminated crime, and I have been outthought by Chief O'Malley. Check the weather report, I believe Hades just froze over. Then we'd better curl up somewhere nice and warm. That's the first sensible thing anyone has said to me all night. Yes, boss. And that is the second. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 63, The King of Crime, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Kevin Robinson, Stephen Burley, Peter Nichols, Scott Moyle, Christopher Mott, Julia Cogger Tripp, Clarissa Dinerlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathroom? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots such as they are. Bells in the Bathroom on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.